Okay, funny that we're doing a weekend update on a Saturday, um, <laughs> encompassing half of this weekend and last, I suppose. Um, <laughs> new bile twink. Uh, so I was at Winnie's yesterday, which for those of you who don't know, is some ridiculous like excuse for a karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. Um, Where is it? Buried in Chinatown. Uh. Um, and it like is kind of cool because like you would never, it's like totally unsuspecting and somewhat like, uh, clandestine like it's just like some graded door and like there's no indication that this thing exists there and you just kind of like walk up and then boom you're in like a kind of like fun bar and they have a cool patio whatever but the real th- the real issue is that the vibes were like crazy I guess it wasn't an issue but like people they were fucked up including myself I was shit housed and so I'm at the bar talking with my friends and this like horde of twinks walks into the bar like love all blonde all super thin and there's one of them who's like particularly like nubile nubile (laughs) (laughs) um and just like super out there and like clearly like the life of the friend group like clearly the main character you know what i mean and we like lock eyes for half a second when he walks in and i oh god when i'm shit-faced i am such a twink chaser it's like so bad um and that should just be like one long beep in this episode. Cut that shit. Uh, no, so we lock eyes for half a second, and like I'm not about to entertain it. But the second we lock eyes, he like runs over to me and he goes, "How old do you think I am?" And I was oh like, "I hate this game." <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, "Old enough, you're in a bar." Um, and then we just like got to talking, and he was like being really flirty, like really heavy, and like I was like down to split this boy in half. So like mm-hmm. I was just like, "What's good?" And of course he's like, "I have a boyfriend, and he's 27." I was like, "Okay, well then, like get the fuck out of my face. What are you doing? Yeah, like, what the fuck is he doing?" Yeah, and uh, by uh, FYI, he was 21. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Um, But then, like, fast forward later in the evening, I'm really drunk, and he's really drunk. He's the drunkest person in the bar. Like, embarrassing. uh, Embarrassing. And he, like, comes up to me, and I, like, don't even notice. I'm, like, literally talking to somebody. He starts nuzzling my face, like, with his nose. Like, you know, like, how a dog would do when they want to get pet? And I was, like, what is it, sweetheart? And he just starts like talking to me, like trying to flirt with me again. And I literally just like grabbed his face and like made him lock eyes with me. And I was like, are you going to cheat on your boyfriend tonight? (gasps) (laughs) Oh my God. So we were both fucked up. (laughs) It's not, it's not pretty from any angle. Um, and he was just like, I no, I don't think so. And I was like, then go away. away. Go away. And then of course, over the, over the course of the night, I still managed to give my number to two other twinks. Um, but he Drink was City. definitely the most nubile. And now that I'm sober, I have no intention of ever speaking to any of them. Um, but alas, a night out at Winnie's. That's my only like fun, sexy update from the weekend. God, I have been just like around the corner and back again. You sure like, have. Let's just start with pool night. So my roommate and I, we're now doing this fun thing called pool night where we go get hot, go to the local dive bar, and play pool. And let me tell you, we don't eat dinner, we keep it skinny, and we get drunk. And it is (laughs) crazy. And long story short, we meet this guy named John at pool night. John 
batshit crazy, constantly feeding everybody blow, absolutely bouncing off the walls, fucked the absolute shit out of my roommate, like restraints, shower sex, spanking. He did it, you name it, this man did the whole nine yards. And he said, and my roommate told me that he was also into trans girls. So I was like, that's incredible. Like, me next. (laughs) (laughs) I want to swap notes. Sloppy second two. Sloppy second two. And so she goes home (laughs) with that guy that night. And so I invite this guy over from field. (sighs) Rookie mistake. (laughs) This guy comes over. Super fucking hot. May I mind you? Super fucking hot. So awkward the entire time. We're chatting. We don't even really make out. He just eventually like takes his dick out and he's like, I'm super fucking horny. And I'm like, okay, so I'm touching his dick. And he insists on only receiving a hand job. Just that. Won't let me do anything else. Doesn't want a blowjob. Doesn't want anything else. Doesn't want a kiss. Just wants me to give him a hand job. I just want to say there's nothing less sexy than a hand job. And this like, man I would <clears throat> sooner I would sooner just masturbate. Honest to God. This man came ropes. <laughs> ropes. Shot into the air. And we were on the couch, so I was like catching it so that it didn't get on. The- it was insane. I'm picturing like a Matrix thing where like you're slow motion, like diving back, like full arch. And like instead of like, you know, dodging bullets, you're just like catching globs of cum. Catching lobs of cum in slow mo. The right. whole thing was treacherous. But so then. He literally says to me, he's like, yeah, like, I just don't think I'm that into trans girls. And I was like, post come post nut, post me giving him the hand job of my life. Did your hand hand cramp? What? Did your hand cramp? It did a little bit. My forearm got tired. It's really awful. It's a terrible experience. Ridiculous. It's like when you finger someone for too long, you're like, why does my wrist like. This is how I'm going to get. I'm going to get arthritis from finger banging bottoms. Oh, my God. Finger fucking, like, when I finger fucked my boyfriend after I came while topping him, my my whole arm was sore, but I couldn't stop. And I was fucking him with, like, my entire body. Like, my arm was the extension of my cock. It was crazy. <laughs> Regardless. Circling back to John at pool night a few nights ago, I came home from a huge party. It was 4 a.m., I invite John over. John's like, should I come get naked? I'm like, totally, come get naked. I'm on the balcony. I look down the street. He's walking, clothes in hand, butt, ass naked, down the street, (laughs) waving at me. Hey! Like, what? Like, this is crazy behavior. Comes in, gives me a key bump, runs to my roommate's room, who has fucked, opens her door, gives her a key bump. She's like, why are you naked in my house? She didn't know I invited him. (laughs) So then he leaves, disappears into the ether, and then texts me. He's like, I'm trying to make an orgy happen. He lives four blocks away. He's like, come on over. I'm like, great, sure. I want to see where this goes. Absolutely. I want to see where this goes. I might not participate in said sexual debauchery, but I really want to see how this plays out. I get there. No one's down for an orgy. It's like his weird looking neighbors and his one friend whom I love. And long story short, he eventually kicks those neighbors out. I'm kicking with the friend. John is completely naked, bouncing off the walls, all coked out. And all of a sudden, another woman walks through the door. We're like, who is this? I immediately clock her. She's also trans. They go into the backyard. Mm -hmm. And the girl I was with, his friend, turns out to be his dom. And the (laughs) dom is like, ugh. 
He invited over his sex worker again. My friend Dom. I have to go pay her. So she goes outside and pays the sex worker for John. I know, because she's the Dom. Okay. What a bad Dom. What a bad, confusing... I was so confused. Like, (laughs) Dom in the sheets and cash fag in the streets like I'm, I don't I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> like what what pick a side woman sorry I just no wrong and don't, she's super high don't up do a that if company. you're a dom don't do that if she's you're a super, sub think hard before you do think that hard. she's like super high up at a tech company and she kept telling me I had badass girl energy and she wants to try to get me a job and honestly if is this how they're trying to pivot from girl boss this is how we're trying to pivot from girl boss I have you have good energy you have good ba- badass girl energy <laughs> um is that what you sound like when you swallow cum I'm very vocal when I swallow cum I want because I Wait, really yeah I want them to hear it I want them to know you know what I mean I'm like <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Are you? <laughs> Fellas listening. If there's, there's like three of you. <laughs> you're listening. I want to know more about that. Is that hot? Is it hot? I mean, I kind of think so. It's like, it's like, it's like those super sexy, like Fanta commercials. Remember where they'd be like, <sighs> you know, it's like, you want to know that something tastes good. It's like in Chinese culture where you burp to let people know that you enjoyed your meal. Oh, that's fair. It's like that. Is it like that? <laughs> I'm the faggot maybe. culture. <laughs> but so long story short, John chickens out, doesn't fuck her. He has to go to work at 730, kicks everybody out and I'm walking outside. She's banned from Uber and Lyft. And so John calls her a car and all of a sudden I see her outside like about to fight this man. This man is screaming at her, yelling slurs at her, and he's about to like hit Jesus. her. And I run. Did I tell you this? I told yeah, you this. Yeah, yeah. I ran in between them and I was like stopping them, like pushing them off each other. I was like, what's going on? And he's like, this bitch ashed her cigarette on my car. And I'm like, first of all, not a big deal. Second of all, I like, like, like I hope that's the worst thing that's ever happened to you, dude. Like, like what right? is wrong with you? <laughs> like, hello? Like, you're about to fight this woman and you're yelling slurs at her. Like, what? And so she's like, I'm going to kick your ass. And like, it's 7 a.m. No, you're not. No, you're not, sweetheart. It's too early to go to jail. Jesus fucking Christ. And, you know... I feel like I need to slow down a little bit after that night. <laughs> no kicker to this story. Just uh, that's that's just just a sobering realization that getting home at seven a.m. constantly might not be the best for my body. Yeah, I'll believe the change when I see it. But if it gets me a job, this is what I'm saying. Like I've had, I've come close. I've had effectively two job offers. I didn't even tell you about the one that I got last night and I'll tell mm-hmm. you at another time. But basically if someone had just told me that instead of applying to jobs, all I had to do was go get drunk with my networky friends. I would have been doing this months ago. Like literally what the fuck is wrong with me? Wait, hold on. People don't apply to jobs. Like just like go get fucked up in Chinatown. I need to talk just to quickly sidebar. There was a guy I unfortunately hooked up with last weekend. So terrible. It did not go well. We're in the middle of making out. And he says to me, oh, you're kind of prickly. <laughs> no, no. Like my face, like like I, I shave my face because I haven't done laser yet. And I do the best job I can. 
And I mean, it's uh, you. You do get a five o'clock shadow. You have to shave a lot. I have to shave like every day. Yeah. yeah. And like there is a little bit of like a little prickle sometimes that pokes through the foundation, especially when I've been wearing makeup and been awake for like twenty four hours. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Ooh, I just saw lightning. Flash. Oh yeah, uh, tropical storm. Is it Grace or Fred? Hurricane Henry. Her. Oh, neither. Okay. Well, <laughs> turns out there are two tropical storms named Grace and Fred. Those were my grandparents' names. Shout wow, really? out! Shout out! Super to the GPs. weird. Not weird at all. A shout out to the GPs. Anyway, um, you were saying. <clears throat> no, that was essentially it. Oh, I, and he's been blowing <laughs> up my phone. I have to block his number. I'm honestly kind of scared. He also 100% catfished me. That body is night and day different from the photos that he showed. How me. old are your nudes allowed to be before you? it's unacceptable and you have to update them? That's a great question. How I think like I think you should update your nudes unless it's like a dick pic or something or like a pussy pic. Like I think you should update them at least once a month. Once a month? I was going to say once a year, unless you've had, like, a dramatic shift in your body. I guess. If there's no dramatic shift in your body, then, like, yeah. Because, like, like, my nudes right now, like, I'm verifiably bigger, like, larger than, like, the nudes I'm using. Because my nudes are, like, three-plus months old at this point. Mm -hmm. Probably three months. They're coming up on, like, three months old. Um, And it's just, like hard to find like the right lighting in my apartment I guess and like mm. you know the nudes I have like just stunning lighting I look so good like everything's in like the right place and it's like I want to update them because I'm like I feel like my physique is like better than it was but at the same time I'm also like eh, these are getting the job done I think and it's so hard to like mm-hmm. strike a perfect balance of like because also like a nude never comes out well unless you're like in that headspace when you're taking a nude of like I look fucking hot like this is my moment like you, you want to capture I mean? that energy yeah because and because that, that comes through like I know when a nude was taken and it's like you did not want to be in this photo you did not want to be in this you did not photo. want to you did not want to perceive yourself oh my god wait hold on speaking of nudes and taking nudes of what was it like two nights ago so I recently started wearing thongs love and where do you buy. <clears throat> Where do I buy? Yeah. Amazon. I bought a bunch of Calvin Klein thongs. They're oh really cute. Oh my God, cute. wait, send me links. The only I problem is the color gray really changes <laughs> <laughs> when you have ass sweat. No, but like you got to work with that. That's like a thing. That's a big thing. I'm like building on the like the gray sweatpants motif, like a big thing happening on porn Twitter right now is men wearing like really tight gray Calvins and getting like swamp ass and like taking photos, like before after photos, like with the underwear on. And sometimes it's like hot. What side? We're just on different sides of Twitter. We really truly well, are. Yeah. Start making porn and I'm sure you'll start seeing these same shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, let me tell you, I, t- I took a picture and I, I took like an ass took with the thong on and I looked at it and I'm like, okay, half the thong is a darker color and the other half is a lighter color and it's not flattering for me. It's just ombre. It's just wop, let me tell you. <laughs> Bop. No, no, no. no. Wab. Ba- wab. 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 It's wab. wab. Wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy. Um, totally jumping ships. I do want to, you mentioned how like three of our listeners are probably male identifying and that's absolutely true and i do want to say that our show really is being carried on the backs of some cis women yeah shout out to julie and ariadne who have both separately asked for shout outs because i have complained about people not giving us feedback and they do to their credit provide an abundance of positive enriching 
and honestly heartwarming feedback about our podcast. Mm -hmm. But this is also a wonderful opportunity to read cis women because y'all always fucking want recognition for your allyship. You need it every step of the way. You can't go on without it. You literally can't. You really can't. And it's embarrassing. Like I'm reading Detransition Baby with Jeep, which Jeep just bought. It's by trans author Tori Peters. For those of you who aren't reading it, it's super buzzy. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm about to finish it. So we're not going to talk about it because no spoilers. Um, we will be spoiling some other things on this episode. Oh, but we're about to <laughs> fucking spoil some hot shit right now. Um, but it's not going to be Detransition Baby. Um, but the thing that I think is really interesting and relevant to what I'm saying now is this trans woman makes the, uh, what is it? Not the acknowledgements. The dedication of the book is like to cis women, like specifically to divorced cis women. Um, and it's very funny. Um, I'm not going to like attempt to like botch it and like, and like misquote it. But the point being is like what she's playing on is this like reality that cis women across, I think, movements of activism or for equality or you know rights advancement what have you always feel like an even stronger need than many like male ally counterparts to like be recognized for the work that they're doing and i think that's like built into maybe like the insecurity of like something to do with femaleness i don't know (laughs) you want to jump in here before i (laughs) bury myself six feet under (laughs) gleefully watching you dig that hole i really am whatever y'all need to stop asking for recognition of your allyship but the cis women carrying this podcast from one episode to the next we do really love you we do appreciate you we really do so so we really do anyway speaking of things we're gonna spoil we're gonna talk the fuck out of white lotus because there are some serious queer undertones that jeep and i want to like duke it out over we're talking tv today we're talking porn we're getting hot and heavy get your blue light glasses on because it's screen time everybody log on to www.gapetube.com because it's time to talk about what's on the screen and today we're going to start with white lotus okay i just want to say i just want to say episode it was episode four the ass eating scene Oh, yeah. Okay, here. If you have not seen this show, we are going to ruin every Everything. redeemable aspect of it. <laughs> We're going to totally spoil the plot. We're going to talk about everything that made it saucy and salient. So, if like, just quit now if you haven't watched the show. haven't seen the show, crawl out from the rock you're living under and get an HBO subscription. So, to preface all of this, I really don't watch TV. Jeep can attest, like... Anytime they'll ask me about a given TV show, any of my friends who are listening can attest, like, I have not seen it, but I have decided that as a host of a podcast and a burgeoning creative, I need to start being more actively in touch with the zeitgeist. Mm -hmm. So I watched White Lotus, that and because all my friends were watching it. And that butt scene, that butt sex scene is hot. And you know what makes it hot is it's like, it's so sensual. Like, he's not just, like, chomping on this dude's ass. It's not, like, this, like, super virile, like, scene of, like, erotica. It's, like, very sensuous. Like, he's just, like, appreciating that he has this, like, young, young. hot dude mm-hmm. in his office that he just gets to, like, as, I mean, as a product of being, like, manipulative and, like, super predatory, like, nonetheless gets to, like, really enjoy this, like, little hawaiian adonis that he has in his room it's like Um, there was it's this whole fantasy of like from both perspectives of not just like the fucking at work aspect but like the sensuality absolutely this fantasy of like fucking in your boss's office just doing a bunch of drugs like having an amazing time saying fuck it all and like being 
wholly desired. Right. And being like 25 years his junior. Yeah. Uh, the whole daddy thing was like so hot. And that Australian accent like would never work otherwise. But God damn, I wanted it. God damn, I, I wanted it so I bad. wanted a good eye mite in my pussy. Like I literally wanted that was so that hard. Was that your attempt at an Australian accent? How else would you say good eye mite? Good eye mite. Right? I'm not giving you an Australian accent <laughs> because I can't do I it. I think that's the only thing I can do. <laughs> Shrimp on the barbie. Shrimp on the barbie. Shrimp on the pussy. Shrimp on the pussy. That just sounded like a botched British accent. Anyway, um, that show's hot. And you know what else was hot, though, was that they got caught. Like, that whole scene, it's, like, it's so voyeuristic. It's so, like, about, like, I don't know, them being lost in that moment and then the drugs and then the everything. Like, mm. It made me horny for like made three me days. So unbelievably horny. I literally Googled like, what's his name? Shirtless. Like the actor who's like the hotel manager. Yeah. Like whatever the fuck his name was. Shirtless. And like totally perused for a solid 20 minutes before I decided to go whack off. Obsessed. Um, okay. Jeep disagrees, but like, I'm like, why didn't the girls fuck? Like, I'm sorry. Especially at the beginning of the show, there was a serious lesbian undercurrent between the two of them. They have them reading fucking Freud and like Paglia. Like they were literally like begging for, they were totally begging for some like queer baby situationship between the two of them. And the girl who's like, like Whitey is always like trying to fuck the other girls. Like, you know, love interest because she just like can't handle not having her to herself. Like, it's just like, it no, was so gay. Like, it wasn't gay. It was like the one girl couldn't handle the other girl's like sexual conquests, I guess, because she wanted it for herself because she felt so entitled. But I think she also felt entitled to her. Like she didn't just feel but entitled to like, I don't think it was maybe like they're, might have been some sort of potential sexual undertone, but like I never expected those girls to fuck. They were just like the t- they because they knew they were hot shit. They knew they were hot shit. Mm-hmm. They knew they were the, they were mm-hmm. the moment, and that's part of that like girl gang mentality. You know what I mean? Did you see that insane article where they were like they listened to Red Scare to like prepare for that role? Because no. they wanted to study their vocal fries and monotone. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the dream is the Red Scare girls hear us talking about the Red Scare girls. <laughs> <laughs> Invite us on the pod. Can you imagine the Red Scare Girls X us? No. That would be out of this world. It'd be out of this world. If anyone wants to make that happen. Do you think they'd like me? No. I don't think so either. No, I really don't think they would, and honestly. I, don't care. <laughs> I think they should have fucked though. I felt like a serious queer like energy there. And I think like it's just like, I don't know. There's something to be said for like intimacy like I feel like when sometimes you're friends with people same-sex people or at least like situations that would be queer and like by virtue of being so intimate even though it's platonic you start bordering at some point in that relationship on some sort of like queer mm-hmm. desire you know what I mean mm-hmm. um like mm, I have people in my past I could talk about that but I am afraid they'll hear it, so I won't. <laughs> um, but, like, I think that happens. And I think for me, that was, like, kind of what was, like, being channeled in that was, like, just seeing, like, especially, like, her just being so envious that she's having sex with this dude. I was, like, I've just never been, like, upset about someone having sex with somebody else unless I wanted to be having sex with them. Ever. 
I mean, sometimes I found myself being like jealous of someone having sex, but like I not because I wanted to have sex with them, because I wanted to have sex with who they were having sex with. No, the closest I can think of is like I used to be in this like triumvirate of a like friendship a couple years ago i'm really gonna leave out some key details um but basically the other two in the friend group like started banging and i was like apoplectic a because i was like in a dark place in my life and like insecure and i really relied on their friendship but b because i was like well i want to fuck you too like i was (laughs) like i i want that like i why am i left out like what What the the fuck fuck? yeah no i mean i really do think a lot of that is like I, i don't know i feel like when people are upset about their friends fucking other people it's like i struggle to believe it's not rooted in some sort of desire for them mm-hmm. itself so that's what i was experiencing seeing we'll that. agree to disagree um anyway white lotus was like a great fucking show honestly yeah i had I a good time it. i'm waiting for the club remix of that yeah opening me opening song oh my god literally the music in it was like really what just like took it to the next level yeah. for me. it was like the music was sexy like it was suspenseful and it was like thrilling and it like left you on the edge of your seat but it was also like making my bussy dilate a little bit would you fuck the the yes. newlywed guy i would fuck anyone any man on, that was on that show Wow. Incredible. No, that's not true. The one, the like husband who becomes like a monkey and is like no, freaking out about him. his ball cancer or whatever. I would not fuck him. No, I would not fuck him. Um, but I would, I would fuck the the uh, psychologically abusive uh, honeymooner, for sure. I would too, only because I feel like I would run that relationship. Okay, that first of all. Mm, no <laughs> are you kidding me the whole point is that well you just would never be in that relationship because the whole point was you'd pick somebody who couldn't fair which by the way that girl's rack is otherworldly otherworldly like when they did have that slow-mo scene where the like hot shit gen z girls watch her like take her shawl off and like get in the pool and they're like oh, oh my god fuck. <laughs> yeah it's literally so hot uh, like she is so beautiful gorgeous what the fuck is her name i have no idea <laughs> i love that we're talking about the show we haven't used like a single actor or actress's name or a character's name so i'm sure this is like really clear for everybody who's barreled through the last like five and a half minutes of this i mean if they've seen it they're fine if you haven't seen it i'm not apologizing i'm not sorry and also like tap into the zeitgeist tap into the zeitgeist baby because we are word of the week zeitgeist um speaking of tv though um wait you wrote something about house of cards i'm gonna gloss over that for a second because like (laughs) a i don't care um and b like again i don't really watch tv but b i really want to talk about having sex with the tv on yeah that's the house of cards thing that was my first time remember now i care you little bitch (laughs) oh you wrote something i don't really care i don't want to talk about it we'll talk about something else um i like (laughs) wait so the first thing the first time you had sex with the tv on it was house of cards literally we were netflixing and chilling before netflix and chill was like a thing and it was in the cooper unit dorm rooms and we were watching house of cards because i had never seen it and he was of course obsessed and we just started going at it i was topping he insisted on bottoming have i told this story on the pod i don't think i actually have I mean, this isn't the guy, a Cooper Union, this isn't the guy who, like, shit the little turdlet, is it? Yeah. You've told this story. I've told this story in the teaser that we never released. Oh, yeah, true. Go for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm topping him. 
Um, Not Jeep topping again. We need a sound bite for every time you say, so I'm topping. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> like the rap air horns every time I'm topping. They're like drum and cymbals. Like, like, so I was topping and I was like, this is it. Like, I'm doing it. I'm like pointing at the TV. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, you're pointing at um, Kevin Spacey. Name? Kevin Spacey, like, you get it. You got you it. You know. It. You know. <laughs> and, oops. And then. Are you a Kevin Spacey apologist? Are we? No, we're not. No, we're not. No. 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 Um, and then all of a sudden, I get like a little like waft of something in the air. <laughs> and I look down and there's just like a ring of shit around my dick. And I'm just like, okay, I have never seen this before. This is my first time having sex. I'm just going to ignore it and keep going. More and more and more came out. And then finally, I threw my hands up in the air and pulled out. I am not exaggerating when I say a Wendy's Frosty soft serve just plopped onto the bed (laughs) and stared right back at me. It was in fucking sane. For your first time to not just get shit on you, but to experience, to like literally be in the moment, be staring at a man's asshole as he is literally just evacuating soft a, serve a soft serve full movement onto the bed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. traumatic needless <laughs> to say that leprechaun man and i haven't seen each other since oh my god i literally do not remember the last time i had tv like sex with the tv on but i was definitely very young it was like probably 18 and it was like when my parents still had a house in florida and i was in the guest room with my first boyfriend and i'm <laughs> pretty sure it was like like it was like daytime television like it was literally regis like (laughs) it was literally so bad but like i i because i and it hasn't happened since because like i really refuse to have sex with the tv on that being said porn doesn't count because like that is in and of itself like its own sort of like erotic exercise like Mm -hmm. i don't want to discount voyeurism but also it I dislike having sex with the TV on for the same reason I dislike having porn on. It's just like an outlet by which and we've talked about this with sex with music. It's like, it's just something through which like you distract yourself and like abdicate the responsibility of having to be really present when you have sex. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can be like not into it. And then like with porn, it's like you're getting off cause you're just watching two hot dudes fuck. And it's like, well, now, like, don't get me wrong. I love, like, just, like, being a hole, but, like, not like that. Like, I want to be, I want to be the only hole you want in that moment. I want you to want my hole. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a fleshlight. Yeah. It's like, I'm just a hole, sir, but I'm not a fleshlight that you use while your eyes glaze over and you stare at some porn. The first time I experienced, because I didn't know watching porn while having sex was, like, a thing. I never really had done that before mm-hmm. until I'm at brunch. Okay. And <laughs> we're at brunch and I'm like hammered, hammered. And I'm on Grinder and I see that there's someone who lives literally upstairs in the restaurant. So I literally pound back the rest of my drink. I look at my friends and I'm like, I'm going to be right back. And I get up and leave. And they're like, where are you going? And I'm like, don't worry. I'll be back in like five minutes. Go upstairs. <laughs> this man is beautiful like absolutely beautiful watching porn we're going at it we're making out and once again pew, 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 I <laughs> I fucked this guy's brains out while I was absolutely wasted didn't come he did because I was drunk if you're one of these men 
tricking femmes into thinking that they're bottoming only to get them to top you in the moment. We want to hear from you. Okay. What's going on? Literally, literally, what is going Just on? Just ask to be topped, for God's sake. For God's, you have no idea how many times <laughs> people have done you that have to me. You have no idea. Yeah. I'm like pouting in my I just want a bottom. Like we said, fem top it's not topping that's the pandemic. It's fem topping that's the pandemic because it's happening to you. It's happening to me and it's <laughs> happening in your community. <laughs> and like once again, we love fem tops. Absolutely stand that shit. But like I am, I guess, situationally verse. <laughs> I'm verse when I have to be. Because like I've said before, I'm not going to say no to topping. No, we're not going to say no to sex. We're not no, gonna say no to sex. ever. No. So you top him and you go back to brunch and I literally topped him, got back to brunch. My friends was like, where the fuck were you? And I was like, smell my face. And they were like, ew. And then she was like, why does it smell like baby powder? And I'm like, that's ass sweat, sweaty. That's sweaty. Sweaty. That's ass sweet, sweaty. That's ass sweet, sweaty. I mean, that's as good as ass sweat's going to get baby powder. I wish my ass smelled like baby powder. I feel like that's just like a safe bet, you know? Um, speaking of screens, movie theaters, um, I feel like it's like so classic to like hook up in a movie theater, especially like in your youth, like your first kiss. My first kiss, I think, was in a... No, it wasn't. But a lot of people like have their first kiss in a movie theater, you oh, know, that's like, cute. you know, it's like kind of like a thing, especially with like you're in middle school. But like, I personally don't find like the idea of hooking up in a movie theater particularly enjoyable. If anything, just because I think the seat talk about like wrist pain, those seats would make hand jobs like a fucking nightmare. Like, I mean, have you been to an AMC? Yeah, of course. With the reclining chairs? Oh, fair, 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 fair. Now that's luxury. I guess it really just depends on the theater. But, like, I think what we... Oh, we talked about this earlier, and I do think, like, this is interesting. Is It's like, for me, like, I think what makes... Why I imagine people find hooking up in movie theaters, or, like, not hooking up in movie theaters. People who went to adult theaters, RIP. These used to be a thing. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I think is very interesting about adult theaters versus adult arcades, which I'll explain in a second, is, like... You go and it's like you're getting turned on, but you actually can't get off. Like when you went to adult theaters, like I'm sure people did, but you were more you were more or less not allowed to touch yourself. And that also just like wasn't really like the culture. Like it was a lot of like, you know, men, women, what have you who went to watch these films, but they weren't like getting off while watching them. So for me, it seems like kind of like an experience of like edging, you know, like kind yeah. of just like really like trying to get yourself as close to something but like not letting yourself have it and like getting off on that sort of like denial whereas at the same time there was the advent of like sex arcades um a la walter benjamin which were like pretty much the same thing but they were like more private and you could actually like bust a nut in these like little like booths that would be in like adult shop like content shops or like porn shops or like whatever which do you think you'd prefer I'm sorry, bring that back to me again. I, 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 I got really distracted. Uh, I guess I'm so sorry. I guess this topic just simply isn't fucking interesting. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just <laughs> Were you just thinking about I just about... remembered I had to say something. I had to tell somebody something and I was like, oh fuck, I forgot. I have to tell this person how much I've been topping. I know. I no. just, it's stupid. It's oh. a little, it's a stupid little, like, uh, I have a really bad memory. It's like a really, like, fun this is fact true. about me. It's not fun, actually. It's not, it's not fun. a fun fact. It's, like, actually extraordinarily difficult to deal with. But we love her anyway. 
And I can say that because she'll forget that I said it. Oh, I forget it all the time. Who am I? Um, no, between like an arcade and like a theater, neither of which really like exist. I mean, arcades probably. We exist should in do some- research. We should go to an adult <gasps> arcade. Oh my god, we should record arcade. live from an adult arcade. Absolutely. We'd probably have to go to like fucking Nebraska to find one. Honestly, I'm sure there's one in New York City. There's gotta be. It's no, probably- this is like this is what's actually really interesting about um, arcades is like actually their drift geospatially. So like they these things used to exist. Um, abundantly yeah and in like urban centers but as like real estate prices went up like there was a sort of like political and economic move to get these places out you know they're like all these regulations pop up like they can't exist within x number of feet of like a church or a school or like a certain like certain kinds of residential areas right so they got pushed increasingly to like the periphery and now actually mostly only exist in like exurbs and like weird strip malls that are on the side of the interstate it's actually kind of hard to find these in cities there was one in pittsburgh Yes, there is one in Pittsburgh. I know that shop that you're talking about. Yeah, it's like right outside the city. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like there's something like the arcade seems almost kind of like blase to me. I'm like, like that does nothing for me. I'm like, I'd rather just like put it on screen at home and like bust it out in my bed, you know, or like comfort of my own home In the comfort of my own home or like on the couch. I do love beating it in the living room. Oh, yeah. Do your roommates know about this? I mean, they do now. Oh, my God. I, you know what? I, it's funny that you say that because I refuse to beat it in the living room. No. I will get horny and I will get up and go to my We room. have that velour couch and there's nothing like velour on your ass crack. But doesn't your ass get like sweaty? I mean, if I'm like dirty, I'm not going to do it on the couch. Like nobody cleans the couch. Like I have standards, but it's oh like, my God. I mean, we have great central air in my apartment. Like that swamp ass isn't usually an issue when I'm beating it. What does your ass sweat profusely? Would you masturbate? Sometimes. Jesus. <laughs> it's called Bob. Fuck. Bab. Wab. Wab. It's called Wab. <laughs> no. Anyway, point being, I think I'd prefer the theater because like, First of all, I think there's something more attractive about it being more of like a communal experience, but like none, you're like all sharing attention. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just imagine how like electrified you'd feel walking out of a theater after you watch something like really hot and you just like were not allowed to relieve yourself. I guess. If I had someone to fuck afterward, I'd be like locked and loaded, baby. Oh my God. It'd be nutso. Nutso. It'd be nutty. It'd be nutty. I'd be nutty everywhere. Nutty everywhere. Make my noodle want a nut. And speaking of screen, what? Make my noodle want a nut. Oh, what? Oh, make my like noodle want it. What's that from? That um, Mickey Blanco song. My M Y N E N E. Ladies and gentlemen, that should honestly be on the Segs playlist we published a few episodes back. Should have that we'll song it. is hot, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out. I'll link it in the bio. That can be my link in the bio this week. This week, assuming I remember. But speaking of screen time, we can't, we want to wrap up this episode with porn, baby. We've all seen it. We love it. I mean, most of us have probably seen it. I'm assuming if you're watching, if you're listening, you've watched some. And if you haven't seen porn. porn, for the love of God, go watch some. Oh my God. My first, my first experience with porn was when I downloaded viruses on my computer and weird porn pop-ups would pop up and I would see like... <laughs> I was like in the third grade and like women had large nipples and I was just trying to play Neopets and I was just really fucking confused. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's a, um, 
it's it's funny. Nobody, you know, there's a really good book called King Kong Theory. I cannot remember the author's name. She's a really great feminist writer from France. Um, but she talks about how she like cites this one study where like this anthropologist interviews like hundreds of men about their porn consumption, hundreds of like adult men, 100% of respondents said that they'd seen porn before they were of legal age. Like we really do forget that like it is so accessible at such a young age and like you're going to see it, which is why I think like the stigma we have around porn is like so bizarre to me because I'm like, what it's like, regardless of how you feel about it, it's an inevitability. Like, it's just like a, a fact of like living in the internet age is that you're going to be inadvertently exposed to like explicit content at some mm-hmm. point, especially in your youth when you don't like necessarily have any nuanced understanding of cybersecurity or whatever. So like, I don't know. I don't actually have a point there. I just think it's like crazy. Like we're all watching porn at like age 12. The first time I saw porn, I was 12 and it was because my cousins, my younger cousins, were like, have you ever seen a boob? And I was like, I mean, like, sort of. And they were like, you want to see one? <laughs> sort of. And, like, they, like, pulled up boob porn. It was just, like, it was so, like, in hindsight, like, relatively innocent. Like, it was just, like, pictures of tits, like, on the computer. And, like, but they had, like, a weird fascination with, like, continuing to just, like, look up boobs and staring at it. Like, they, we did this, like, the entire time they were visiting. What These are both, like... Two twin, they're twin cousins. One's a boy, one's a girl, and they're both queer. And their euphemism for looking at porn, if we were like ever around like our parents or something, and we wanted to like go do like look at it on the computer, was we were doing research about the Arctic Circle. The areolas being the Arctic Circle. I here. would absolutely clock that. Yeah, well, absolutely clock. That. I don't know. I think like at twelve, it's like. Maybe my parents did clock it. My... How often do you think your parents clocked you watching porn and just... Oh, one time my dad... My parents never knocked, ever. And one time my dad burst through my door as I was coming. Hot. And so I am like... <laughs> I'm like hiding me shooting rope. I'm like... I like... I remember... <laughs> I like... Like, You're trying to tell me 12-year-old Jeep was shooting ropes. I was, like, 15 or 16. I was always a shooter. Okay. And, like, I, oh, my God. I also never use a tissue. I would always just come onto the floor, onto the carpet. And that is was- disgusting. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. You're going to, like, read me for, like, having an obvious euphemism for looking at tits and then just put on blast that you used to just, like, come on your carpet? You would just leave it. So, like, I had a desk, and my desk at the foot of the bed, and I had, like, it's not, you know how there's, like, a headboard, and there's, like, a footboard? Like, is that what it's called? Like, sure, get to the point. The covered in cum. Covered in a gray film, and I have no idea if my parents ever noticed. Duh. (laughs) Are you kidding? Like, I'm sorry. I've never asked. Dried cum, you can't. (laughs) Dried cum is, like, so obvious. Like, oh, my God. God, it's like if you used to pull out like my cum sock out of my I'm sure my mom used to like cum sock. I mean, I would just always like come and then like pull a dirty sock or a dirty piece of underwear out of my hamper and wipe it up and then like throw it back in there. Oh, fair. But like you get enough cum on it. Those things like break in half. Crack in half. Yeah, they're literally like little fucking pieces of plywood. And so it's like if my mom were to ever like pull one out, and you know, just shake it, it would like, you know, and just like fling dried flecks of cum everywhere, I'm sure. Yeah, no, the carpet was caked in cum. That's so fucking disgusting. 
That's like actually unbelievable. I cannot. I did and not I remember, expect well, that to come out. My first foray into like looking at porn was I would go on Photo Bucket. I really thought you were going to say your first foray into coming on carpet. No. <laughs> It's like a fucking B-list, like, <laughs> bandit. Like, the carpet comer strikes again. You know, when we were in middle school, you know, things were different. <laughs> I mean, we were completely debased, that's but for sure. my first foray into looking at porn was, I figured out what Yoe was, which is, like, anime boys kissing, and I would Google anime boys kissing on Photo Bucket and just look at that. And I will never forget one time my parents walked into my room and like obviously it's not really incriminating because you can't really like notice what's on the screen. But I would yank the power cord out of my computer and be like, oh no, I accidentally yanked the power cord out of my computer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like amazed with myself for not having discovered like private search windows. You know what Amazed. I mean? I would Amazed. have saved myself so many humiliating moments. Because my, my dad caught me watching porn like multiple times, including like caught me watching gay porn at like 16 or 17. And like that was sort of, I mean, we never talked about it until I came out. You know, he just like really let it slide. But it's like he kind of always knew because, <clears throat> or knew for a good long while because he caught me watching gay porn. And it's because it was just like in my fucking history. Because I was so stupid and I literally didn't know that private browsers existed. I found my brother's gay porn magazines under his bed. That is so, like, classic. And let me fucking tell you, that shit was electric, love. Like, I would come to that shit all the time. That shit's so much more tasteful. The first gay porn I used to watch, I actually remember very vividly, it was this, like, series of videos of, like, where they would wrestle. (laughs) And, like, it was hot because, like, the grand majority of the video is actually them just, like, wrestling in singlets. Until mm-hmm. like and like it's like in real time it's not really cut much and so it's like then when whoever like actually lost and got pinned down like got brutally fucked but you'd only see like that's when they would like make it like a montage you'd only see like a minute and a half of the fucking like it was all like these oh sh- I know Min- these videos I, were all a tease though I would watch like these like 10 second hentai clips and like yank it to that sometimes a gif gets me off way harder than a full video it's something about just like the being, repetitive nature of yeah it. like being like fucking like lobotomized like eyes glazed over just like you know you're he- like just like living through this loop like this exact moment like that makes you want to fucking nut you know what I mean you're yeah just, I get like, that it's uh, it's like hypnotizing. My ex said he would sometimes like be look up a porn video and then like there'd be like a preview for a different porn video. Mm-hmm. He would just come to that. Yeah. Oh my god, Andrea Long Chu actually wrote about like watching gifs because it was like about just like oh, I wish did it, she? I don't remember that. Yeah, part. in the part where she talks about how sissy porn made her trans. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Females by Andrea Long, too. If you guys haven't read it, absolutely pick it up. Super short, incredible read. But she talks about GIFs as, like, because it was about being in a fantasy, it was, like, almost, like, being, like, removed from time itself and the reality of time passing just allowed you to, like, sit in these moments that, for her, she called almost, like, programmatic of her mind, right? It was almost, like, just watching something that's psychologically designed Mm -hmm. to, like, make you think about this thing removed and devoid of context but that thing is just like you know a dominatrix woman telling a man and a thong to play with his clit you know and mm-hmm. it's just like clit 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 clit, clit. <laughs> ain't nobody fucking with my clit 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 sorry okay and um, on that note yeah <laughs> 
quit. On that note, I would like to say good night and thank you to everybody. I'm Clit. I'm Clit. <laughs> and I'm Cock. <laughs> and this has been uh, Mind the Gate. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a wonderful day, night, evening, weekend. TTYS. Mwah.